Awesome. You guys are back. So, let's get to it. Okay. I have been sick for five years. I joined the military. I got injured and things went to shit for me. After a lot of anti-inflammatory drugs, my stomach took a hit. And this was around late August last year that it was just very, very bad. My body stopped taking in nutrition. So I wasn't able to eat a lot of things. I was drowning myself in supplements. So I just tried to get some vitamins in my body and nothing was working. I remember I thought I was going crazy. You know, my body wasn't taking any nutrients and I started eating like I was legit fucking crazy. You know, um, I started pressuring the doctors to get to the root cause because I didn't want to be sick anymore. I was fucking tired of just being in pain. I wanted to be normal. I didn't want to have to rely on drugs to have a good day. I didn't want to have to rely on drugs to hang out with my kid and not be in pain. It's just, it was terrible, you know, and then the migraines came back. And the migraines were so bad that I was like clutched under the fucking bed with the pillow around my head, like telling everyone to get the fuck out the room. It was bad. I couldn't watch TV. Um, it would it would trigger the migraines, and it was just a full on migraine. And if you guys have migraines, these shit fucking suck. And I started getting episodes of these migraines like three or four times a day. You know, and I knew part of it was because I wasn't able to eat. I knew part of it was because whatever stuff was in my stomach that was hurting was causing this. And then the infection from the surgery that I got in March was just prolonging everything. Um, so I was pushing. I was pushing my doctors to get to the root cause. You know, like just figure it out, you guys. We already have the cancerous cell that we're growing in the cervix. What else can this possibly be? If you guys took it out and you guys say everything is fine now, like the infection is gone, why am I still in pain? So while the doctors were trying to figure that out, I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to let myself, you know, with these fucking doctors. All they're going to do is keep giving me medication. So I started reading. I started reading. I started looking for shit. I started talking to people. And... Uh, I remember my doctor had told me once too, like, you know, sometimes it could be like an emotional thing that you have going on. And I think I was so bothered, like, bitch, of course it's an emotional thing. Like, I can't be normal. You know, I can't be normal. I can't fucking cook. I can't clean. I can't be a mom. You know, what the fuck is going on? And I was, I started pushing for the colonoscopy. And... While they were waiting for that, all of September just went to shit, you know, little by little more. I got thinner. I lost weight. Um, my hands would hurt a lot. I had arthritis all in my spine and my hands, my hips, and it was just horrible. And during this time, it wasn't too cold, so it was okay, but it was still hurting a lot, you know, so... I invested, I bought a jacuzzi, like those inflatable jacuzzis, and that was working so well, but then it started getting cold, you know, but I was soaking in the jacuzzi three times a day, you know, because the baths were, 
a pain in the ass. So the GPC just ready to go soak in there. And that was helping. It was helping so much. So I was able to, you know, do some therapy in there. I was able to start moving my legs again, start being able to, you know, move around the hip because the hip was really stiff. And the spine was just so bad. I remember I thought I was getting like scoliosis or something because in the mid back it started kind of denting in and it was hurting so much. And I was like, fuck, dude, like, what if this thing is like a fucking tumor in my back? Like, that's the last thing I need. I already can't eat. You know, I already have injuries. The last thing I need is a fucking tumor in my back. And I was just trying to eat as healthy as I can because I was like, fuck this. It's just not going to take me down. It's not going to take me down. And it did. It took me down. That motherfucker. <laughs> um, and I, I lost a lot of weight, you know, in September. So I was just skin and bones. And I had my family coming over to help. I had my boyfriend coming over to help. I had my son helping me, you know. And it's just, it got to the point that I couldn't do shit myself. You know, I couldn't wipe my ass. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it started from being like 10, 15 minutes to get out of bed to being a whole hour. You know, something's wrong. My body's not taking any food. I'm throwing up everything. Something's wrong. You know, I've been having this pain in my gut forever. And you guys just want to keep passing it as gastritis. You know, something's wrong. You guys need to fucking check this. And I remember they caught us at the end of, of September. And they're like, you have your colonoscopy in three weeks. And I was like, fucking shit dude like you still had to wait three weeks i still have to try to survive three weeks like what the fuck you know i was devastated i was like how the fuck am i gonna do this shit and i remember my my boys were very supportive you know we were buying supplements we were going to acupuncture we we're buying herbal teas we were just pushing it to be healthy and it all i noticed my son was getting depressed you know like my mom can't my mom doesn't work anymore like she's breaking apart and i remember i was so devastated like fuck dude like i don't want him to get depressed like getting depression sucks and once you're in it, it's really hard to come out and you know he he's had trauma as a kid not not wanted it was just we were young you know me and his dad were young we fought and he has trauma from that so then he saw me sick and i was just like what the fuck you know, so I was just fucking worried about him. And we were trying to put him in sports. We were trying to get him to play with the other kids because he's an only child. You know, we have three dogs and he still kind of just wants a sibling. But it's like, baby, I can't have any more babies. You got three dogs. <laughs> and then recently, uh, my pug had her puppies. So we're a whole ass family. You know, we have 10 dogs now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do, but I I don't want to take up from her. I can't be that person that takes away her puppy. She's gonna come home looking for them, counting them, and it's just gonna devastate me. So I'm trying to figure it out. I want to keep them all. <laughs> I want to keep them all. And then one of them, you know, was born dead, and 
I was able to just bring them back to life. I was rubbing the shot of him and crying and praying and you know, this isn't fair. He made it all this way and he was born dead and you know, we have a miracle baby. He's a fucking crybaby, but he's a miracle baby. Anyway, um, we were trying to push and be as positive as we can about this, but it was getting bad. You know, the chest pain was bad. I felt like I had someone standing on my chest. Um, and I thought it was a heart attack. We had gone to the hospital and they just gave me a bunch of Norcos and they told me, you know, go sleep it off like you motherfuckers. So we came home, showered, and I my chest pain got worse, you know, and I was like, maybe it's anxiety. And I went to the to a different hospital. Same night, not even 20 minutes after we got home. And I showered quick and I was like, it's bad, dude. It's like really bad. And I went to another hospital and I was in there screaming. Like, I think I'm having a fucking heart attack. Like, this shit fucking hurts. This motherfucker gave me a bunch of pills. Like, I don't know, this just fucking me up. And I, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. And sure enough, they did their tests, they did their x-rays, they did everything. And... You know, I had inflammation in the chest and in the ribs. It's got costochondritis. It feels like a fucking heart attack. And I remember I was telling them I'm 29 years old. Like, how is this possible? How am I this fucked up this young? And the lady was just like, you know, here's your blood work. I suggest you go to a specialist and figure it out. Because you're already starting with all these problems. You already have all these other problems. And it's bound to get worse. And I, I was like, yes, I know, but I just, I don't know what the fuck to do. You know, I'm doing everything I can. And it's expensive. It's expensive trying to be healthy, you know. So then she just told me, you know, just keep an eye out on what you eat. You know, keep an eye out on how your body's reacting. And I told her, okay, yeah, well, that's kind of what I've been doing, but I'll, I'll do more. So we came home, we rested, everything was fine. And... It was just surviving until the 21. I remember a week before we had to start getting ready. So like very bland food, very just white rice, bland chicken, you know, juices, pressed juices because I couldn't eat sometimes. So sometimes even the chicken and the rice would be too much and my body was just throw it out. It wasn't pulling anything. Um, so around this time, I was just trying to encourage my kid, like, oh, baby, we're going to get answers, but I need to drink this shit, you know, ew. And just trying to be a parent, you know, trying to be a goofy parent so he doesn't see the seriousness in this, you know, like, what are the tests coming back saying? You have cancer, you know, like, he, he just had the worst things going through his mind. And I just, I try to tell him, you know, it's going to be fine, it's going to be fine, you're going to be okay. And I prepared, I waited, I think the night before, we had a, I had to drink the jug, a jug of shit, and it's disgusting. There's YouTube videos, you guys can go to YouTube and see them, it's nasty. But this liquid, you're supposed to drink it, and it's supposed to clean out your intestines, right? So when the camera goes in there, they don't have any black spots of food or anything still trying to digest in there, or poop. Um, so you're supposed to drink this thing, and then you poop like a motherfucker. And then you end up pooping water, right? It clears out until you poop water. 
So that's when we go to the hospital. You go to the hospital, you check in, get your stuff ready, and you get your procedure done. And I remember when I was, I got there, they were like, we're gonna put an IV on you. And I was just so terrified, like, can you do it on my hand instead of my arm? And the lady was like, no, bitch, like, that's the best part to get it. But my arms were just so fucking wrecked of all the times they've been fucking poking them that it just, it hurt so bad to get a needle in there. And I didn't want needles in my arms anymore. It was just, it's been a whole year just being poked, being fucking poked, you know, my arms were fucking done. But whatever, they had to do it. And they did the procedure. Apparently, I woke up a bunch of times during the procedure, so they had to knock me the fuck out. And I have this thing that when I get nervous, I talk a lot. So, I guess, <laughs> during the procedure, I was just like, I don't want to do this. I'm scared. And I will wake up, like, um, are we almost done? Or what the fuck is going on? And, you know, knock me back out. <laughs> um, and we got the procedure done, and my boyfriend had gone with me. And we're coming back home, and the whole way home, I was throwing up. I was throwing up, and I was like, what the fuck? What is going on? And I remember I, I got home, I, I showered, and I got in bed, and I, I saw my missed calls, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And the day I saw, I heard one of the messages, and it had said, that, you know, your son's been in an incident with a bunch of other kids, and I was like, this motherfucker got in a fight, you know? But I was feeling like shit, so I was like, I just got out of the hospital. Like, is this big enough for me to have to go there? Like, I don't think I can go right now. Maybe, like, in an hour or two, they need to take some medicine to calm all the vomiting down. You know, I need to figure out what's going on over there. And they said, oh, well, we couldn't get a hold of you, so we called your sister. And we told her some of the part that happened, but I need to tell you the rest. Um... And I understand you just got this procedure, so I'm going to tell you over the phone. And sure enough, she started telling me everything that was going on. And I was just like, what? You know, I had morphine. So I was just ridiculous fucked up. And she starts telling me there's been an incident in the school. And, you know, your son and a bunch of other kids have self-harmed. They've been hurting themselves. And I was like, hurting themselves or hurting each other? You know, like maybe they're fucking around and they're just, I just, I didn't want to think that they were, that he was hurting himself. You know, I just, my mind was in denial. Like, what? What? Are you sure? Like, what did he do? Like, what the fuck? What is going on? I started losing my shit. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean he hurt himself? I just saw him. Like, he's. He's been sad, but he's been okay. He's been with me. Like, what do you mean he's hurt himself? And they just said that, you know, they somebody reported him, him and his friends. And a bunch of kids were self-harming. They were cutting their arms. And I was so devastated. I was like, fuck, dude, I'm a piece of shit parent, you know? Right away, it was just like, I fucking suck. I did this. It was my fault. My kid is hurting himself because of me. 
And I remember he got home and I was just bulging my eyes. Oh, baby, why the fuck would you do this? Let me see. Let me see what happened. And then I see it and I just, I lost my shit. I lost my shit because your only job in this world is to protect your children. And I couldn't do that with mine. You know, I was so devastated. And... I remember that night I was just like that's it like I cannot be sick this is enough like I am losing my child I am losing myself that's it fucking enough and I was angry you know I was angry like how the fuck could this happen and I was disappointed in him I was angry at him I was sad with him I was just so hurt that here I thought he was kind of come to me when he was having issues like this and instead he just decided to do it on his own. And I get it. I get it. Your mom was sick. I get it. But it's like, baby, you don't have to hurt yourself. You know, I know things hurt. I know things suck. I know school's a bitch. I know middle school sucks. You know, we've been teenagers. But hurting yourself is not answer okay depression is horrible it's horrible and i ask you over and over to talk to me and i failed you know you, you don't trust me enough to tell me what's going on and i get it but it's like i'm your mom baby you know and uh, I remember that night, you know, I hugged him, I hung out with him, and I was so devastated. I slept on the couch, I cried my ass off, you know. I couldn't sleep. I was like, what if he gets up and hurts himself? Like, really, that's it. You know, I'm going to lose my child because I'm fucking sick and we can't figure out what this is. So, instead of just understanding that something bad had happened and we can't work through it i got angry at god and i started talking shit to god like i am trying to do the best i can for my kid and every way i go you fuck it up for me everywhere i go you're just fucking it up for me and now you're fucking my kid you know like i was angry i was mad And when I asked my son, like, why did you do it? Why did you hurt yourself? I need to know. And his response is always the same thing. I want to go to school with my friends. And I don't want to be homeschooled anymore. I don't want to be home anymore. I want to be at school with my friends. So... You're telling me you're hurting yourself because there's a pandemic and you want me to jab you or something that might get you sick and it's going to be out of my hands just so you can be with your friends? You're wrong. You're wrong, baby. You know? A lot of our kids got depressed with this pandemic. And we're busy parents. We're busy parents, you know? Single moms, single dads. 
parents anybody that's a parent you need to work you got your bills you need to clean you gotta cook you gotta do everything and you fuck it up with one kid and it's like fuck shit i'm fucking myself up and i'm trying to fix me but now i fucked him up now i fucked him up how do i fix it how do i how do i take it back you know and yeah i was angry so i started talking to god after i told them i started talking to him you know like i'm sorry turning you off i'm sorry that i am being rude i just i don't understand why you decide to hurt us like this that we do nothing but try to understand you and love you you know and it was so this is where it started getting very very interesting um i was beating myself up for my kid talking to God in the room I was in the couch in the living room and my son was in his room asleep and just in my mind I was just crying my ass off like you have heard him since he was a kid you know all the things he's done with his father you know now you're hurting his mom you know like stop fucking with him <laughs> he's my baby you know um and a lot of times when we're angry, we talk to ourselves and we, we find our own answers, right? We talk to ourselves, we argue with ourselves, and we find our own answers. We don't wait for God to give us an answer. So this time, I was like, you know what? I am just fucking sick and tired of everybody telling me, trust in God, trust in God. And I trust in you, and you don't do shit for us. Instead, you just fuck us up. And I paid for that one. <laughs> so... I was trying to go to sleep. You know, I was like maybe one in the morning. I couldn't sleep, right? And I was just so angry going over and over in my mind. Like, fuck, I got sick. You know, this guy's killing himself. You know, it's just like, what if it's cancer? Like, he's just going to be so devastated. I can't tell him. I can't tell him what they say, you know? And I remember that night, um, I kind of heard like a door slam. And I was like, the fuck was that? <laughs> it's just, I was like, he's asleep and there's no one in the fucking house. Um, it just, I was trying to ignore it, but I felt like this chill, this very heavy vibration, this very nasty chill. And it was just like, you want to keep doubting God? Okay, bitch, here it goes. So that whole night, I had fucking nightmares, like retarded nightmares. Like I would just close my eyes and I would start dreaming shit. And I would wake up like, fuck this shit. Like every time I close my eyes, there's fucking demons in my dreams. Like, I don't want to see this shit. What the fuck? Everything I just been through and I don't want to see this. And I was trying to ignore it. <laughs> and I was just stay up like, fuck this, you know? So then I'll go online and I'll start reading, okay, you know, what's the root cause of stuff like this? You know, and I started reading, like, over time, it is known that if you have prolonged um, pains, infections, diseases, inflammation, over time, it turns to cancer. Uh, yeah. And I already couldn't eat, so I was like, fuck, 
I'm on my way. I need to stop this before it gets there. So I started looking up everything that was wrong with me, everything that's on my medical chart, you know, all my diagnosis. And a lot of these things are like inflammation in your joints, inflammation in your spine, in your hips, in your knees, you know. Usually when you have inflammation in these cases, it fucking sucks and you can't really do a lot for it. You could take medication, you can drink supplements, but it's very hard to discipline your body. Stay tuned.